Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tama Tonga. Hoo boy, folks. It is time. It is time. It is time once again for another edition of Tama's Island. We're recording this on May 23. Fifth, it's a beautiful Wednesday here in Chicago, and I'm I'm ready to bring on to the podcast. Please welcome back, folks. First of all, Karen. Karen, how are you on this fine Wednesday? I'm lovely. Just got home from work a little while ago. Walked the dog. It's Florida weather in the summertime, so it's humidity and sunshine. But I'm glad to be here. <laughs> it's just... humid as fuck right now. <laughs> that is correct. That off. is the proper terminology. Yep. I was, <laughs> humid I was, AF. <laughs> I was about to say, it's in Chicago. It's also, it's humid. It's sunny. We're getting the Florida weather as Oof. well. Karen, obviously not the only one rejoining us on the podcast this fine Wednesday. We've also got John. John, how are you on, uh, on today? Well, uh, I'm also in Florida in the humidity, but, uh, I'm sitting in the air conditioning because I'm bougie like that. So. Absolutely, absolutely. You got that. John's in man, John is in his uh, man cave right now. It's all dark yeah. and spooky. Yep. This is literally the only. Uh, this this is like when I was a kid. I was a goth kid, and I said, "When I get big old grown up, I'm gonna have my own spooky dungeon." Mm -hmm. yeah, here we go. Oh no, it's it's perfect. <laughs> if you're not watching uh, on Twitch or uh, on video, if you're just listen, if you're just listening to the podcast oh, in, right. the in the traditional sense, John is usually recording from a dark room with blue, you sometimes purple. There's always some some nice LED mood lighting going on. You always you got you got a Zen Den there, John. Yeah, you got a real got kind the, of Zen Den going. I got on. the Black Lodge floor in here, you know, mm -hmm. spooky skull. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And John, obviously not the only one on the podcast. It wouldn't be Thomas Island without the one, the only, the 36th never open weight champion. Tama Tonga, how are you today, sir? Uh, 36. I like that. I like that's a good number, isn't it? Yeah. Is, this, is that in the 30s? It's in the mm -hmm. middle of nowhere. 36. Yeah, the, it's uh, like the, I was going nowhere with that. Anyways, yes, 36. <laughs> 36 champion. No, it's the like humid is getting up in my brain right now, so it's I, okay, man. I believe it, man. I believe it. It gets swampy in Florida between the, the swampiness and the bugs. Y'all have y'all have a lot on your mind, a lot to kind of deal with. And so let's let's have a nice kind of easy, breezy Wednesday. I'm Ross Berman, by the way, your, your host here on Thomas Island, Dirtbag Disruptor, Culture Vulture, Folk City Hustler, all those names that you know and love. But let's let's get right down to it because we're in the middle of best of super juniors. We're like smack dab in the heart of this tournament we have started some of the 10 match super shows and the standings are getting a little uh getting a little interesting in this year's best of super juniors let's start off with, real quick by talking about uh, a couple of the people that are leading right now including of course the iwgp junior heavyweight champion taiji ishimori did not have a great night last night but is at the top of the heap karen what are you kind of thinking of the the standings of uh, let's let's start with a block here in best of super juniors. What do you think of a block so far? It, it's going the direction I always figured it was going to go. Mm -hmm. But this is it, we're, now that we're clearing the halfway point. This is where the people who may not have had the strongest foot out the gate are the ones that are going to start playing spoiler for the people who are at the top of the table. Yep. No, I think you are spot on there. It definitely feels like some folks are starting to, to get their momentum back. One, of course, who had a real good night last night, got a, got revenge for his loss in the finals last year to Hiromu Takahashi. Yo, 
Yo was able to get the win over Hiromu in last night's uh, main event. Karen, what did you kind of think of of Yo not only getting the win, but getting to address the crowd after what's been a... I don't, he, he's got six points, so I don't want to say he's doing bad in the tournament, but it's been muted. It's been an understated tournament from Yo. What do you, what do you think's up with him? I think he's playing the long con at this point. Okay. To the point where everyone's figured he's either given up or he's lost interest in wrestling or he just doesn't care anymore or he's mm-hmm. just like set to cruise and just going with it but that could be the best deception is making everyone think that he doesn't care anymore and then you get an upset like tonight against her own when it was a great match mm-hmm. and the heartfelt promo afterwards i need more of that out of him because i feel like he hasn't been emoting Mm-hmm. his feelings he's either not said anything or kept his comments intentionally very brief very yeah. vague and very quick he's a strange ass cat man yeah you can't, it, you can't figure him out can you no he's like he's so quiet right he's he's, mm-hmm. got, he's got real he's got a real quiet personality and he can't really like can't figure uh, yeah can't figure him out and and i you know when he loses when he wins i can't tell with his emotions sometimes and and but yeah, I think we, like Taichi has said it before. We, I, you know, what does it take to like to get get to, that to get like it. shake him up, to like right, jolt him a right. bit? Yeah, because like it, it almost feels like, especially in this tournament, Yo has been like decidedly muted. Like it doesn't feel like it. It feels like a, a very deliberate choice, especially for how long it's gone on. Especially now that he's getting some wins and he's still that same kind of muted. Uh, muted yo I've seen him in Rapongi 3k I know this guy can be energetic I know this guy can you know have some electricity to him and so it just it feels like it it feels almost like a choice it feels like uh like a, a conceptual piece almost like where's it's more about the questions we have about yo than it is about the results right now if that makes any sense you know what I mean like yeah the sorry thing go ahead. about yo is that he's also an artist mm-hmm. as well as a wrestler so yeah. he's doing his interpretation this mm-hmm. is his art his art form mm-hmm. so i think it's in, intentionally vague but also he's trying he's trying to ha- have a blank canvas on purpose because when he was in rapongi 3 gay he you know he was sassy he was flashy but everyone always said he was all flash and no substance mm-hmm. now he's trying to give you the substance he's yep. still he's trying to find that balance now or Absol- or, or he was real confident when he had show there I you go. That, now he's afraid to open that. his damn mouth. That and I yeah. think the, the knee injury really did mm-hmm. a number on him. Uh, uh, and I, I also kind of wanted to point out what what Lenny Osborne is saying in the chat. He's saying that Yo has this kind of Zen vibe to him, and I think there, I think Zen. What Karen just said about balance, I think that is kind of where Yo is coming from. I said it on Twitter. He kind of reminds you of there's an experimental art film by Derek Jarman called Blue, where it's literally two hours of staring at the color blue. There's audio and there's like words and it, it, there is a narrative over it but for those two hours you're going to be looking at that one color and that's kind of what yo is is doing because he's it's got the white gear he's got the white trunks he's got the white entrance gear that doesn't really give him form it just makes him this white shapeless blob and so then you just spend you know 15 20 minutes however long this main event is watching the color white and watching how yo moves because it's like, it's like karen said it kind of highlights the fundamentals it highlights the substance of yo if if you're not looking at the the flash you're not looking at the glitz he's not giving you the old razzle dazzle to borrow a phrase from uh chicago um i don't know am i am i off the off the cuff here karen or like what do no, you know you're it, spot on okay and and think and that's the hardest thing about it is that we were so used to flashy high and mighty yo for so long that this completely no sparkle no mm-hmm. like all matte colored he's like a matte colored car right now yep. not the sport the the flashy tricked out sports car or you know the ones that you know all that the ki- the kids these days go riding around the neighborhoods in or whatever he's very like intentionally muted he's a geo metro you know he's yeah. uh he's a dependable Do they still make those? <laughs> <laughs> sorry for those of you uh for those of you not old enough to remember the geo metro uh it's like a station wagon but actually more like like a power wheels it's like a large power wheels geo tracker yeah yeah 
Yeah, uh, it's, but it's, it's, one of those he's, he's, it's good for him though. He's a little plain, like little dependable uh, beater. You know, you take it to go get groceries. Mm -hmm. uh, you would never dare valet park it anywhere. In fact, you you park it like three three blocks down from the restaurant and then like walk over, you know, so nobody mm -hmm. sees it. Like, but 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 it gets you where you need to go, and all he has to do is win. He doesn't have to, you know, do it while being all flashy, right? Well, and, and there is a question, there is, I think it does raise the question of, is Yo drawing more attention to himself by doing this muted blank presentation than he would be if he tried The Flash? Because wrestling's a flashy business. It's a, it's flashy the kind business. of, like, especially in the, as I like to put it in New Japan, it's been the age of Tanahashi for a very long time, where if you want to really make a statement, you show up with the with the patterns you show up with the colors you show up with mm. your hair looking correct hell even even sonata had to go through a whole phase of of basically dressing like the goth version of, of tanahashi and instead show instead yo is taking this very uh this very opposite approach he's going no colors no flash the flash is going to come from his finishing move the flash is going to come from the moves that he does in the ring and I I think there is this mad genius to it because I'm not the only one talking about this. When whenever Yo is having a match, there's like paragraphs on Twitter of people going like, "What's going on with Yo? Why is Yo so muted?" He's creating a conversation without actually like firing off a bunch of pyrotechnics. No, there's there's definitely uh, a genius behind that because he to watch him right. So you guys said mm -hmm. uh, he's very flashy with no substance, or at least that's what the fans were saying when he was in a tag team with show right yep in 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 a tag team realm one has to be flashy and the other has to kind of like it's like a yin and yang there's dark yep. and light there's flashy and there's no flashy there's one that takes the heat there's one that takes the comeback you know yep. there's there's this you you work together and i think uh I, you're, I i'm really taking in what you guys are saying and it's making sense because there is a uh he did he did take a step back and he is quiet and and I, and now with what you guys are saying i wonder if that's part of his his game if, mm -hmm. if that's what part of his art because i do see some of his art on instagram i think it's very simplistic but then when you look at it from a dis different perspective like okay you, you could see something he's doing mm -hmm. there is a very artsy way how he presents his um his his uh his stuff on social media on instagram on twitter uh so i i wonder and the other thing that I've always noticed is that show I've always noticed this from the beginning um, when he came in as a young boy, he is jacked. Yeah. Now I know we talk a lot, of, I, especially maybe uh, I talk about a lot about muscle and about training because that's my thing. I love to see people train. And I think mm -hmm. in, in, in wrestling, that is a no brainer. You have to work out and show uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yo, he is incredibly ripped and to the point where like his i i don't know how like mm -hmm. like his chest do you i don't think a lot of people understand the concept of what it takes to get like a big yeah, he, chest and, and he's a different he's like a different kind of ripped you know what i mean yeah it's like like show is bodybuilder ripped and yo is yeah. like is like functionality yo is the like yo is the guy that you like especially like i said he's got the, the no you gotta rope. reverse you gotta uh, yo, reverse sorry go ahead so show 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 is athletic ripped and okay. yo is bodybuilder gotcha okay yeah yeah yo has like he you could tell that he focuses on different body parts right okay and, and to 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 enlarge that body part but show show is like he's he's cut he's lean you, you can tell he moves the way the quickness the quickness he does things the way he bumps and and sells and he moves the way he he, he just is there's quickness to it it's a very mm -hmm. athletic ability to what he's doing and yeah. and and that takes that's not a bodybuilder lift that is an athletic lift there's yeah. different kind of lifting that goes with that so i these are things that i know so i know that 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 um that yo mm -hmm. yo is is very like the way he focuses on things i know he's building he's sculpting his body like on a yep. social right yeah the way he he does it so he's focus on this i want my i want to look big upper body with a slim waist big thighs it, he's sculpting himself like an artist yeah and, no, and, and the... i see exactly what you're saying and it also i think talking about yo you have to kind of talk about show even though they're not in a tag team anymore like it does kind of feel like 
because now let's be real show is at the point where he's like the darkest he's ever been he is i mean if we're talking light and dark like show is pure black and yo is as white as the driven snow at this point and so like it does feel like a reaction to the fact that while show has become this uh, let's be real about it. He's become a cartoon character. He's this snarling villain that's hitting people with wrenches, and he's Snidely got whiplash. this. He's got yeah, and he's got this gang of hoodlums that will like shut out the lights on you and choke you yeah. out with a piano wire. Like he's he's a full on cartoon villain, and it feels Whoa. like he's going through his Joker phase right now. Exactly, but but, yes. but but like to what Thomas said about how tag teams work, that's fucking wild. Because mm-hmm. even separated, they're still doing the same Ex- fucking dynamic. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, it's it's so fascinating to Whoa. watch. And and let's and let's be real. If we're talking about the results, Yo's approach is working, Show's isn't. Yo has six points. Show is just nipping at his heels with four points right now because there is there is something about focusing on the fundamentals that seems to be working just a little bit better for Yo and just make keeping him just a little bit further ahead of his his former tag partner. Uh, they they're riding. It's a very wild ride between these two. Uh, they're, in this they're tournament. very they're very black hat and white hat to use yep. a uh, western yep. term. You know. No, it's it. That's what that's what I mean. That's what that's why I had to kind of talk right, about right. them in concert is because even even though they're not a tag team anymore everything they do is in conversation and i think that that is just so fascinating especially since they're in the same block and they're going to have to face off at some point it's uh it's coming on up the in, last night of block on the, yeah, the last night of block competition i knew it was one of those two and so it, I, I really think it's going to come to a a fascinating head when those two uh when those two finally when those two finally collide. Now, speaking of uh, compatriots, friends, well, I mean, they're former friends, but, you know, people that have history together uh, fighting, we had a uh, an interesting opening contest in this morning's uh, Best of Super Juniors because you had on one side the sauce, Alex Zane, who has been endearing himself to the Japanese fan base with his adventurous uh, food videos and whatnot and embracing the local culture. And on the other side, you had the guy who has been right there alongside him uh, on all of these adventures through Japan, Ace Austin. They've been kind of calling themselves the Zest Friends because they're, you know, zesty and they're they're getting along. They're buddies. They're also um, the besties of the Super Juniors, which ex- I think is so cute. Exactly. <laughs> But man, when those two had to, when those two had to wrestle, they really uh, they turned so it, it. They opened the show with some serious uh, some serious fire. But Karen, what have you kind of thought of uh, Ace Austin and Alex Zane's rise in the uh, eyes of, of Japanese fans? Because like the fan art's already out there, the swooning tweets are out there. Like if the, you heard the Corican crowd this morning, like these oh, two they, guys, they they love them. They love them so much. And the thing thing is, is that they're going about it the right way. Yeah, they're experiencing Japan while they're over there. They're 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 trying not to. They're going to all these different restaurants. They're you know they may be using Google Translate or asking the staff to help them, but they're they're tweeting in Japanese. They're they're engaging, and they're very they're both very charismatic. Oh yeah. So it's one of those things where they're doing. They're going about this this excursion style tournament the right way. Mm-hmm. They're they're you know they're being respectable. They're respecting the culture. They're not doing anything that's gonna get them in trouble. Yeah. But they're also they're having fun with it. They see the fan art and they're just like, oh, we're best friends now. All right, well let's go with that. And they're just going with it. Yep, it's it really has been kind of it just heartwarming to watch for lack of a better term i mean screw a visa i feel like japan's gonna adopt these two if uh ah, if everyone's not awesome. careful yeah just gonna it. just gonna sweep them into their open arms um but yeah it and especially the the look that these two guys have i feel like is tailor-made for for japan like ace austin obviously has always had that that great look but alex zane is recently just very recently kind of started doing the the red tights and the pirate mustache and all that and at first I respected it because it was like a bold choice and I saw it on the American independent scene. But then when he showed up in Japan, it just felt so much more, it fit so much better. I don't know how to put it. Like he, he does have this like action movie star vibe too. Like there are, there is something real interesting about Alex Zane in, uh, in, in Japan. I don't know, Tama, what have you kind of thought of Alex Zane taken to the, to the Japanese waters, so to speak? 
like Karen said, they doing they are doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. I think this is something um, with them having this experience and sharing it back to the to the United States fans. What the Japanese fans are, they're appreciating somebody that's taking their culture and and showing mm-hmm. the world about their culture and and their experience, and that is what it should be. Yep. I think is great and. I like it. I like. Oh, uh, speaking of that, Karen, it is N A T T O. Don't yep. you do that, Karen? Wait, wait. Uh, sorry, can you say that? Li- is that an apology? Can you say that a little louder, please? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's check the results. Go ahead. Just tell me I'm right. What was it? Ninety percent. I'm. I'm just. I'm just thrilled. I'm just thrilled that the spelling one that I didn't have to eat of natto. We need to check the Twitter poll. Uh, and I see I should get a refund for my box that I sent to vote for Nagato. Yeah. All right. Uh, but I back- was wrong. Karen was right. There it is. All I right. Did, uh, never, it's I, I okay. Never doubt. It's a common mistake. People, hey. you know, people spell things wrong. They could. Somebody could have been tricking you, being like, "Hey, you know what? Foreign guy spelled I, this I, way." I was- I was I was so desperate for it to be right that I was like, is it this one? Tell me <laughs> you, this one. Oh, you're, you're like okay, asking for on. a friend. I'm like, are you? The friend is you. You. Jada, Jada, myself. Somebody tell me I'm right. <laughs> you, you, Karen. Hey, Karen. Fifteen percent of them said I was right. Okay. And that's well, fifteen percent of them are wrong. Okay. <laughs> they just you, like you. That's all. They, they wanted to believe you were right. You, Yujiro is backstage right now going man he's been spelling it that way for a decade i can't believe it i really got him. um but no yeah back to the back to the point of uh alex zane ace austin these are two guys who i we should preface this they they're not exactly strangers to the japanese audience because the japanese fans have been watching new japan strong on uh and jpw world and i really think that like anyone that has been featured on new japan strong or, or thinks that you know like they like that they've that New Japan Strong is their door to Japan. Look at how Zayn and Ace Austin went from Strong to Japan. Copy everything they did. Try the food, go the places, do the things, you know, treat people with respect. And I think it will be a, I think it, it should be something that really inspires the folks that have been on Strong to see how how well the uh, the crossover has been, I think, in, in Japan. It's also the same with Wheeler Yuta and yep. Francesco Akira because they have ex- prior experience in Japan, so they know what it's like over here. I saw mm-hmm. him eating. And, you know, uh, Titan's was... been over there before with CMLL, so it's, yep. it's one of those things that they, they, I feel like the choices of the candidates they brought in as our, you know, our quote-unquote foreign imports, as it were, yep. they were very top-shelf choices. Yes. And I know people may have disagreed with, you know, they should have thought XYZ person should have been in the Super Juniors for whatever reason. But since this is the first group to come back or to come in for the first time after like three years worth of Super Juniors without them, mm-hmm. I think they did all right. Absolutely. Plus you got like Robbie coming back and ELP and people love them. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, it, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's a very young tournament, it feels like. It's a very... Um, it just, I don't know. It feels like the beginning of something. It feels like a new kind of a new day for the, the junior division, especially since like they lost Takagi, they lost Osprey. I feel like the junior division has been losing a lot of like big talent over the past like few years. And now they're finally at this like sweet spot where the new guys that they've brought in are hitting. And also guys like Doki, guys like uh, El Desperado, El Fantasmo are I think living up to the promise that they had over the past few years. Cause like hell, El Fantasma right now at the top of B block, Doki nipping at everyone's heels with uh, six points. You got a lot of, you got a lot of talent that I feel like has been not necessarily overlooked, but just kind of off on the sidelines, getting some real spotlight in this tournament and getting some real substance. Sorry, go ahead, John. Can we, uh, can we address the, uh, 300 pound ass in the room with the uh teabagging that took place which night taguchi's been teabagging people like you're you're talking about what happened to show this morning aren't you straight up had his pants off well to to be fair that happened to dick togo it was dick togo was was the one that had a face well he also dragged show backstage through the curtain yeah that that he 
it wasn't an illusion. Game. The dude had his pants off, and you could see how far he that was fucking okay, real. No, he you're, just didn't you're right. You're right. You're right. Let's let's address this. How was that right? an illusion? You could see he was low enough. There was no possible way, unless the dude does a lot of yoga, that he could be squatted that low with his pants off wearing a G-string, that the dude wasn't getting tickled with some kind of ass hairs. Cause that was all right. like serious. All right, Sorry. all right, all right. We Sorry. will we will address the 91 kilogram elephant in the room. <laughs> And talk about the fact that Ryusuke Taguchi has been a bit of a menace over the course of this tournament. He, menace, Ross. He came in. I say, I say menace with love. I say it as, as a, you know. I'm scared as, as a, hell. As a respectful sicko. But at the same time, he did say no butt stuff. It's going to be a very fair tournament. And it has been nothing but butt stuff. It has been so much butt no. stuff. There's been so much butt stuff that if you watch the opening video package when they show Taguchi it's him with his underwear on his head because his whole story right now is about how Taguchi uh, it cannot be broken of his uh of his obsession his addiction with uh with with butt stuff he cannot stop using his ass now which faction is he in he's in main unit he's no right. I mean, no, it, no just check it Tom what 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 what, what, what unit you in now <laughs> What's your faction? Main unit eight, oh, okay. Eight, eight. Come on. Okay, let's so go. I got a question. I just got a question. Uh, what's with the butt stuff, man? That's Taguchi. That's not main unit. Let's be real. But, but I feel like in a faction, like, you know, it's up to you. You're like his bro. Like, you got to you gotta help him with his addiction, you know? We're newly made bros, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, we're, we're still getting we're, close. We're, we're, yeah, we're still trying to, not right. butt close, but close, right, you right. know? <laughs> exactly. You know, how, well, you know how, like, cops have to get tased so they know what it's like to take a taser? <laughs> are you are you insinuating that Tama needs to get no, 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 no. squatted by Taguchi? Because I think that's where you're going with this. I just I don't know what if what if what if like something's happening and like you know Tama's running at somebody and Taguchi's running at somebody and that guy like ducks and then they collide. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Um... <laughs> All right, listen. I'm just worried for your safety. That's all. No, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a fair point, but let's let's also let's be real. You know, you can't just you can't just jump into main unit and be like, hey, what's going on with the butt stuff? He's new. <laughs> he's new to main unit. He's got a uh, he's he's got he's, a not, mind invent, he's not invited to the intervention yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, if if Tana if this if this were Tanahashi's island, I would I would be asking Tanahashi, hey, <laughs> you you have you should be able to get uh, Taguchi in line. But also, he's one half of the IWGP Tag Junior Tag Champions, and he's, you know, living legend for Yusuke Taguchi. It's possible the results speak for themselves at this point. Butt stuff or no butt stuff, the man is not doing great in the tournament, but great in life. Yeah, I can't deny that. It, it works, right? Yeah. It works. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it it is a it is a good point. It 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 works, but it also doesn't quite work, like we said. To uh, show got the win this morning over uh, over Taguchi, so it's not like uh, it, I, I no one's eliminated from A block yet. Like Taguchi, I think still has a shot. Francesco Akira still has a shot, but Taguchi's on the bubble. He's very much, very much on the bubble. And since we're talking about Francesco Akira, let's continue talking about Francesco Akira. The man is having a rough tournament. Uh, it just like he got one win over show and then the, the rest of it has been him getting just thoroughly beaten. He's come close. He almost beat Hiromu and then Hiromu beat him and, and he, he cried about it. I, the whole thing feels very, um, I don't know, stumble, just stumble after stumble after stumble. And considering it's his, his debut, I, I kind of hope that he, he finds his feet, gets him under him. I don't know. What do, what do you think, Karen, of, of Francesco Akira's run so far? Who stumbled out of the gate last year and made it to the finals? That's very true. Yo did have a, have a, a rough start to last year's tournament. So it's one of those things where, again, we are only at the halfway point. Things yeah. could change very quickly, and he could be the one to finally catch fire and run the table at the end. Maybe, maybe, maybe. This I said is could, where be. He, could be, could be, could uh, be. But, I'm but with he, you, need, he, need, he needs to start fighting like a heel, though. Right, yeah. right. So maybe this is you know this whole this thing right. We hasn't been working for him mm. halfway. Finally, I need to see some energy. I need you to pop off. I think Give the me. switch is going to flip for him. At some point. I hope so too. Same. Karen, from your sake. from your lips to Akira's ears, because like I'm I'm with you both. This dude's got to get aggressive. He needs to get mean. Uh, don't get me wrong. I think that 
I think Francesco Akira is a fantastic talent. Uh, when he was in All Japan, I spent the whole time saying, man, this guy needs to be in New Japan. And now that he's in New Japan, I just want to see him fit. I don't know if he fits United Empire yet. I'm, I'm, wa- I'm waiting for that switch to flip, for him to become the same kind of, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, the same kind of brute that a lot of the guys in United Empire are. You know, he needs to be under Hanare's learning tree. He needs to be under Jeff Cobb's learning tree of being taught that, you know, Cobb, nah, he's got to be on the cop. Cobb yeah. is the seniority, right? Okay. Yeah, he's got, he's, if anybody, everybody under that whole group is all young and should fall under Cobb. Cobb is the Carl Anderson of 2013 Bullet Club. All Ooh, right? okay. That's, that is the I- man. I can see, and he's and he's the guy who I think has had the journey that Akira most needs to mimic. Because let's be real, Jeff Cobb before he was in the United Empire, one of the nicest dudes you will have ever met in your entire. I've I've had the pleasure of meeting him a few times before he was in the United Empire. Then he joined the United Empire, and he's a monster. He's just an absolute brute, and that's that's what I need from Akira. He's the the results so far suggest that like. Being friendly, being respectful isn't getting it done. Like, maybe it's time to start smacking some folks around. Maybe it's time to kick someone in the beanbag. Maybe it's some time to, you know, get the referee out of the ring for a little bit so you can do whatever the hell you have to do to win. I And, and that's, a good, that's a valid point. Like, maybe this, you know, maybe getting the brakes beat off him will eventually motivate him mm-hmm. to use some tactics instead of just, I'm going to wrestle and it's like yeah that's fine dude but this is pro wrestling so you got to get a little dirty sometimes you know i mean look mm-hmm. you even got dudes in main unit you know you even got the, the good guys getting dirty yeah i mean look at taguchi taguchi yeah. is straight up is is tanahashi, up. tanahashi snapped and he's a that's damn a- saint yeah <laughs> he, he hit that dude with a chair or whatever but I, I don't think it needs to be a I don't think it needs to be a snap. It needs to be a full blown oh, philosophical overhaul of Francesco Akira, because like, I look. I, this is not going to sound like the most mentally healthy uh, um, advice to give. I want to see more tantrums from him. I want to see even if he gets beat decisively. I want to see him say you didn't you didn't have me i want to see him almost crazed with uh his own ego with his own pride with his like own when biggie used to do the five count exactly well no not even not even the, he'd, he'd, get, he'd get the I'm three not, count and he'd go two more <laughs> yeah no i'm not yeah but i'm just saying i i don't want to see him cry after hard fought loss i want to yeah. see him get really mad and say that no, I and say that it doesn't matter what the result is. I'm still the better man. Yeah. Min- Minoru Suzuki's got it right. Even when he loses, someone has to pay for it. A young Somebody lion, a chair, a belt, whatever. Someone, something has to pay. And I think I think Francesco Akira needs to take that. Yeah. Take that on. I don't want to see Francesco. I want to see like. Frank or Frankie or Fres or Fresco, you know, I don't somebody. Know. Here's Fresco. the thing. Where's <laughs> calling out Fresco? Hey, Here's Fresco. Here's It's it's the name. I don't want it. It's the, it's the name. I don't want to see a fireball. I don't want to see a fireball. I don't want to see a Roman candle. I want to see an M80. Right. I want to see a stick of dynamite. That's right. Uh, I want to say this ain't a, you know Francesco long walks on the beach. No, no. we need. Fresco, we need we need Frankie. Hey, Frankie, stop, man. stop you know, being. We need we need we need an ICBM. We need him to be a missile that you can. Yeah, no, he needs to be a he needs to be a if they're if they're yeah. the United Empire, he's their drone, he's their missile, he's their predator that they can. Frankie fu- the Red, man, that's yeah. what. It, that's, Frankie that's, the Red, that's, you know, it's redhead, yeah. red, you know, absolutely. It's wild, isn't isn't also he's he's, he's uh, Francesco uh, Akira. Right? Right? Isn't Akira yes. the uh, the demon guy from Street Fighter? Yeah, that's Akuma. Ah, oh, damn, I was close. But there but, is uh, a very famous shit. Japanese animation called Akira. Yeah, I'm that just, one I know, but he's a good guy. I'm just saying, yeah, Fran- he is a good guy. Fr- Francesco the Red sounds like some kind of like European king from some fiefdom back in the Middle Ages. You know? That that's perfect for the United Empire. Right, bloodbath. You know, yeah. all over the dude. This, he should come that's out. That's what we need. Full up like suit of armor. Oh yeah, no, like we're. <laughs> full-blown de medici shit um but yeah. yeah but enough but uh it, let's let's be real tjp also kind of fallen behind in b block as well united empire not quite 
living up to I think the 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 standard yet. But as Karen said, there's still a lot of time to go. Uh, we talked a lot about outsiders kind of taking um, taking hold among the fan base. One guy who's not he's not a foreigner, but he is an outsider to New Japan. L. Lindemann has mm. absolutely set this tournament on fire to the point where your boy Jado is like he's posing with him. Jado seems to really like L. Lindemann right now. Yeah, uh, like it, it's entirely possible by the time by the, by the time you end up back in Japan, he'll be the strong hearts will be part of main unit. Like they he seems to have really like taken taken a shine to him. Karen, what do you kind of think of, of L. Lindemann's run through B Block? What I love about L. Lindemann is that he is just being himself. He is like a breath of fresh air. Cause you know, he's not trying, he's not like being fake or coy, like trying to be like, you know, being like toxically positive. He's just naturally yep. positive and he's... very, very happy and very, very tan. Yep. He's just, he's so happy to <laughs> so be there. Tan. So yeah. tan. Yeah. Extremely tan. But he's also, he's not just, uh, like, happy to be there. He's a hustler, man. Because, like, he's not only wrestling in the Best of Super Juniors tournament, he's just straight up defended the G-Rex title at an event outside of the tournament over the weekend. Like, he's he's wrestling double duty. He's defending the title against guys like heavyweights like Shigeru Iri and also wrestling in the Best of Super Juniors. I mean, this is... Well, this is some superhero like, shit. The G-Rex title is an open weight title. So that's yep. the other interesting thing. Much like the like Wheeler Utah and the Pure title, Pure title is also an open weight title. So it's not, we, we have junior weight wrestlers in this tournament, mm. but we also have junior wrestlers that regularly fight open weight in this mm. tournament, which I think is something that New Japan doesn't really do that often. Like they mm. don't let too many of their juniors fight open weight. If they do, it's a very big monumentous occasion a very rare occasion take for example a show going after shingo takagi two years ago at dominion mm -hmm. it doesn't happen that often you're either heavyweight or you're not yeah. so i think that's the, the x factor with lindemann is that yeah he has you know he has all the the markings of a junior but he fights like a heavyweight yep no and, and he's not the only one because you also like we talked about with alex zane like that's a dude who is built like a, he's got that osprey build we're like yeah he's a junior weight but man he's built like a tank you also have clark connor's kind of running through a block wrestling like like he's like a junior heavyweight dr death or something it's very it's very sort of heavyweight style but he's just he's just tossing these dudes around um but it, yeah it does kind of feel like it's it's added that extra oomph to the matches because you don't have the the singular like junior heavyweight style that i feel like the best of super juniors has been about you know what i mean like i don't i don't get the vibe we're gonna get a will osprey versus ricochet kind of match like not not that that was a match that they were doing every year anyway but like this feels like the kind of year where we're really getting we're getting some some ground and pound we're getting some brutal uh some brutal junior heavyweight competition i don't know you, tom, tom is nodding your head what do you kind of think of these the, the the ass kicking era of the junior heavyweights I, I like it i think we we touched on this uh last week it's everything is opening up and there's mm -hmm. we got foreigners coming in there's there's a variety of styles and that's what we need right now i think new japan is hitting their own point um i see a lot of feedbacks that new japan is back you know mm -hmm. I, this is this is the stuff that gets people excited it's different styles it's not just one way of doing things all the way from top to bo from bottom to top you know mm -hmm. you're getting I, I love it i i think this is great yep I, i'm 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 um you know we talked about it a little bit earlier alex zane um and and uh uh, uh austin. Ace austin austin it's yep. austin and and i i've been i love their stuff i love what they're doing on social that the way they're promoting the way they're they're, they're promoting their experience Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details experience in japan and and it and it, and it lets everybody in japan want to go out there and and be part of this tournament and and lindemann from a different company and mm -hmm. you know as he's showing out uh, great tan you know 
sweet baby face, you know, uh, got my manager uh, head over heels for him. And it's great. You know, I, I, I we talked about uh, yo and what he's yeah. going through. There's, there's different, there's so many things happening that you're, it keeps your attention to what's going on and, and you're, and you're appreciating the art of it all. Yeah. And it, it also, it makes it, I think, I think a lot of super juniors and just a lot of tournaments in general, this isn't just a new Japan thing, but just a lot of wrestling tournaments are so focused on the finals that I feel like a lot of stuff can, can kind of fall by the wayside. Whereas like with this tournament, I don't get the vibe that like, what's a good example of a, of a rival. I don't get the vibe that, uh, Clark Connors is going to win this tournament. But I get the vibe that a lot of the stuff that Clark Connors is doing is going to reverberate on strong, is going to reverberate into some other hell the, at the finals. I feel like he's going to have a rivalry. You know what I mean? Like if, if Wheeler Utah is another guy where he's in contention, but I get the vibe that that is this is more about what it means for the pure title, what it means for the G Rex title, what it mm-hmm. means for hell the I, the IWGP Junior Tag. Uh, division hasn't been this fresh in a while now that you've got like United Empire getting wins over Watto and uh, hell Alex Zane and, and Ace Austin technically can can get wins over Watto and challenge for that belt and so it, it does feel like everyone has substance everyone has a future as opposed to and just he, the finals he almost just went over on Ace Austin right yep and that's that's another story that could go on not just on our platform yeah. but could be on another platform yeah and you know also you, desperado has a win over wheeler utah and yep. what's coming up at the end of june forbidden door no exactly yeah. no and and uh, hell at uh, um from what it seems hiromu agrees with you because hiromu is literally in the backstage comments being like i like that x division title it's a good looking belt so i have to come to impact okay if you fly if you fly me out i will come to Imp-. like hiromu's you are a man stoked. of your word right yeah. yeah he's he's ready to he's ready to challenge for that belt and that's what i mean is it it's going to reverberate on strong it's going to reverberate on uh on impact hell the independent scene will be able to get some some matches out of this like it it's a tournament that will actually like i said give people give people some future sorry go ahead so much no you're gonna feel so much like uh like mortal Kombat, where (laughs) it happens to it just happens to be like a bunch of people fighting each other in a tournament but some of them have history and some of that means something like sonya blade's only in a tournament because she's hunting down kano and yep. Jax is there and you know also like it turns out that she's investigating some of the ninja shit too yep. it's like you know Johnny Cage is there but it turns out his green shit is the same as like Nightwolf's green shit so like maybe yep. they're somehow related like dude it's like it feels like Mortal Kombat it feels like there's yep. there's it's not just who I actually I mean I, I know NJPW probably would never want to hear me say this I don't give a fuck who wins because yep. everything else is so big and that's okay that I don't care who wins. Cause I will, when they win, I'm like, wow, that's, you know, that's who won. That's cool. That'll mean something to me. Yep. But right now I'm not sitting here going, who's going to win. I just want to see who's going to fucking beat the shit out of each other and what it's going to mean later. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead, Karen. Well, here's the other thing is that we, for the last few years in particular, we've only had two main storylines, the tag belts and the, in the single title. And with the juniors, it always, it kept getting into the situation where somebody was always trying to be a double champion. Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about double champions. Yep. With all of these other champions from other companies, it's giving other people, it's giving people other opportunities to do something. Mm-hmm. No, it's, and it's, it's, it's throwing door mat, throwing doors open and putting the welcome mat down and being like, Hey, uh, no, you're over sp- to our house, have coffee. We'll go over yours for dessert. It's fine. Mm-hmm. No, you're spot on. They're breaking the pattern because for so long it was like someone wins the junior title and is like, cool, now I'm going to challenge for the junior heavyweight tag belts because I have to because I usually beat the tag champion or whatever. Sometimes they'll shake it up with a three-way tag match, but it was very kind of stuck in that pattern. And now it's it's kind of like everyone gets to kind of go do their own thing. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting. Like like Karen said, we're about halfway through. We've got uh, a lot more tournament to go before June 3rd. All of the shows are going to be 10 match super cards. So there will be plenty of drama to come. And I'm, 
I'm with John. I've got people I'm rooting for, but at this point, I don't. I don't care who wins. I just want to like. I want to see Show versus Yo on the final night, not because it's block competition, because it's Show versus Yo. Like the L Lindemann L Desperado match from uh, the other day was a match where I was like, don't get me wrong, I I care about B Block, but I just want to see these two wrestle. L Desperado has been asking for it since January, so it does. It it it's exciting, folks. It's real real exciting this weekend we'll have a lot of wrestling because not only is this weekend uh best of super juniors continuing but also it's finally here we're finally at double or nothing which is on the road to forbidden door which is on the road to everything everything else because the world is world keeps on moving uh i'm not we're not gonna go like we got still got other stuff to talk about so i'm not gonna go we're not gonna go as in depth as we did on super juniors about double or nothing but I do kind of want to go around the horn. Uh, Karen, what, do you, what are you most excited for when it comes to the, the upcoming AEW pay-per-view? I mean, I'm always a fan of Hangman Page. So of course it's going to be Punk versus Hangman Page for me. Um, are the finals of the, the Owen Hart Foundation tournament on Double or Nothing as well? Or are they yes. happening beforehand? Yes, they are. They that, are would, I, that, that would be the other big thing for me just because of what it means. Mm-hmm. But I don't particularly have any one dog in either fight where i'm just like i want this per this person the one that needs to win it i just want good again like super Jesus, i just want to watch good wrestling yep no i'm i'm completely with you on that and i i could not agree more with the fact that i like hangman page i like the cm punk match i have no idea who's gonna win it uh it's very like you can make the case of making hangman page the guy who beats cm punk and that's a big deal you can make the case of cm punk being aew champion that also feels like a real big deal and so i I can't complain when either result is a big deal. John, what about you? What are you most excited for for Double or Nothing weekend in general? That's a toughie, man. I kind of like this House of Black versus Death Triangle. Yeah, this the but it's the, the precursor to the trios division because like yeah. now that now that Tony Khan's like, oh yeah, no, the belts have been made for a while. I don't know when we're gonna debut them, but like there's been a lot of six man tag matches lately. I like I just uh, like I told you I, I used to be a goth kid in high school and and all that yep. and. Uh, I just like the idea of like a bunch of a bunch of dudes in some dark gear fighting a bunch of dudes in some dark gear. Yeah, uh, it feels like um, it feels like something we missed out on in the uh, like little bit of that attitude era, like the you know, or like with the uh, the brood and everything. Yeah, like Brood versus Ministry of Darkness, even though I think they're right. technically like together. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it feels like something from like the multiverse that we missed out on. Mm -hmm. um, the the other thing that kind of excites me is this uh, MJF and Wardlow, but that's easy because that's MJF. Like, he could. Oh yeah. He could make he, and he Wardlow. Could, he, yeah, I, I mean, I mean those, and those, those two dudes could sit in a room on opposite sides for 30 minutes and make it entertaining. So you know, that's that's kind of a that's mm -hmm. kind of too easy. Is Thunder Rosa defending the women's championship at this mat at this yeah. show? Yes, she is. She's taking on Serena Deeb. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So there's there. It's it's. Don't get me. I've looked at this car. It's it, including the pre-show. We're probably looking at a good like five hours of wrestling. It's going to be a loaded loaded card. I'm not and I'm not a huge Bucks fan. Uh, okay. Or 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 maybe even at all. But um, them and the Hardys, like just good for them because we. Everybody damn well knows what huge fucking marks they are for the Hardys. Like, obviously, since they were young, right? Like, they've always kind of like they kind of have a thing, and well, it's cool. It's cool that they get to go, you know, go together like that. That's tight. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that was always the match that like people kept trying to make happen. Like, it. I felt like they right probably before... made it in, in 2K20 about a hundred times. I'm sure. Well, no, but <laughs> I I distinctly remember right before the Hardys returned to WWE, they were there was like a feud with the Bucks that was starting, and then WWE kind of like snatched up the Hardys and all of that yeah. disappeared. There might have been a ladder match. I don't know. I it's a long time ago, and it's a lot a has happened. And like, yeah, like it's a lot has happened since then. Um, yeah. The pandemic was 20 years worth of years. So it's exactly. at least been 23, 24 years. So it does, it does feel like that's a long time coming. You also got the anarchy in the arena, in the arena match, which I don't think they've, they've fully said what that's going to be yet. So I'm, I'm very <laughs> they're gonna excited. Decide, they're going to decide at curtain. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if the match is anarchy in the arena, it doesn't make a lot of sense to plan. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't give us rules beforehand. It's anarchy. Here's what they, here's what they should do. It's just the ring. Yeah. And they just tell everybody backstage, like, hey, just go out there and fight if you want to. Fuck it. And, you know, it's 30 minutes. If you want to go out there and fight, just go. And, uh, you know, screw it. Indeed. Indeed. How about you, Tom? What are you most excited for? Double or nothing coming up? 
Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if it's on or not. That's or, fair. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Tom, in the Tom, Tom is excited to do something else while it's on. Yeah, we. I, I seriously don't know. I, I have, I don't know any news about it. I, but I'll um, tell you what. I'll tell you what you're most excited for. Uh, I'm gonna pick it at random. Uh, Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nice and Smart Mark Sterling. Amazing. That's what you're excited for. <laughs> Hookhausen. Sure. I, yeah. I just haven't uh, <laughs> I haven't kept up with uh, the other uh, company's storyline, so I don't know what's going on over there. So, but please, that's for me. That's Tell fair. Me I'll it. I'll run through this card if you like. If you like Tom and and so many others who have just let's be real. There's a lot of wrestling and there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world. Not everyone is paying attention at all times. So yeah, the pre-show we've got Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen versus Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. Jade Cargill defending the AEW TBS Championship against Anna Jay. Then the main card kicks off with Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. We will know the answer to that by the time this episode goes up, most likely. But yeah, it's Adam Cole versus the winner of Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe. Then you have got... Whoa, it's coming down out there. Then you've got uh, either Ruby Soho and Chris Dadlander, the Women's Owen Hart Cup Final. We don't know who it's going to be. We'll let we'll, we'll know by the time the show goes on. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb for the AEW Women's World Championship. Tag Championship three-way match, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Starks and Hobbs versus Keith Lee and uh, Shane Strickland. Anarchy in the Arena, Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club, Santana, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston. House of Black versus Death Triangle, Hardys versus the Bucks, and then finally Hangman Page versus CM Punk for Hangman Page's AEW Championship. A lot of crazy stuff, a lot of crazy stuff going on at that show. Uh, we will likely be having uh, some kind of uh, uh, watch along with the Thomas Island subscribers. I believe that was what we talked about it at Happy Hour, so be on the lookout for that if you're over at patreon.com backslash Thomas island and now before we uh before we we wrap up for the hour there is one last piece of news that we would be remiss if if we didn't talk about because it's it's just too big to not like ignore at this point stephanie mcmahon has stepped away taken from what she said it's it sounds like a hiatus from wwe for a little bit to take time with her family um and wwe has already listed a job that has a lot of the things she was doing as chief brand officer in the description in the uh it's it's for like a chief marketing officer or something along those lines oh no so it's very it's very possible that we are going to be looking at a wwe without stephanie mcmahon for i mean at least you know for the foreseeable future while she's kind of taking this time with her family i i'm i'm gonna just preface this right ahead right ahead if i was stephanie mcmahon and i had as much money as she did and my significant other went through the health trouble that triple h did this year i would also say you know what i'm gonna hang out with my family i'm gonna life is for the living yada 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 uh so i do want to preface that ahead of time but man steph no stephanie mcmahon vince mcmahon is kind of it's like it's Vince, it's Nick Khan, it's Bruce Pritchard. WWE is uh, in a in an interesting spot. John, what do you kind of think of of this this lack of Stephanie McMahon in the WWE and what that means for the company? I'm just wondering if how like how quickly you think Cody popped in with his wife's <laughs> resume. Oh man, <gasps> John! <laughs> when he saw that go up, he signed her the link on Indeed. He's like, "Yo, fill this out." I um, mean. <laughs> it, it it's it's hell it's possible cody put his own resume up there if oh, we're being, i mean um, the man has executive experience let's I, be real I think good for her and i think mm -hmm. it'll be good for the company i know it doesn't yep. seem like it not because stephanie did anything wrong mm -hmm. i mean not that i know of uh, i don't work there so what do i know but because anytime you get somebody fresh specifically in something like the marketing department or even operations things like that it shakes things up a little you get a little more new perspective if they listen to that perspective who knows but i think that could be good for them um i think they have a real messaging problem right now uh you mm -hmm. know people, nobody knows what the hell they you know what the hell they're doing over there anymore and i think that they could help that also thing to remember these days branding officer also does a lot of internal mm -hmm. marketing as well a lot of company culture stuff yeah. you know and, and we i should also i forgot one thing to add to the preface Triple H is back at work. He's in, he's like, he's working full time in W. So like, 
it's not like it's not like the whole family has completely left WWE, but this is nah, the they always most... got to keep one foot in just in case. Yeah, but I, I do. It does. It is, I think, important to note that this is the first time where it's Stephanie specifically who is stepping away for this amount of time, especially if Vince is in the point where he is trusting people outside of the family. I'm, I'm with John. That might be good for WWE, especially if they're going to really be a publicly traded company without the McMahon family in the future. You know what I mean? Like if, if Nick Khan is as good as he says he is, let's, let's see what he can do on his own. That kind of thing. I could, I could see it. I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Karen? No Stephanie McMahon in WWE. It's it's the end of an era, no matter how you, you feel about it. For me as a fan, I, when I first started watching WWF in 1999, Stephanie McMahon was always in the picture. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, she's grown up, working in various positions in that company. And you know, maybe after 20 something years, she deserves a break. Yep. If she wants to be with her family, good for her. If she can, yep. if she and Triple H can work it out where they, they can, she, they don't both have to be at the office all the time. Why not? I mean, mm -hmm. shoot, that'd be my plan. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if I didn't have to be at the office, I wouldn't be at the office either. And you know what? Maybe she finds something else that she wants to do. Mm -hmm. I will. I just I, hope they bring somebody in who has a fresher, more youthful ex point of view, mm -hmm. and not in very old. And bring another like, sorry for lack of a better term, Vince McMahon goon to just be oh, another yes yeah. man. You, I didn't. You do that trick where like there's the lasers and you have to like get through the lasers, the net of <laughs> yeah, lasers. Yeah, like that that was movie entrapment. You gotta. Yeah, you, you, did, you, you did really you good. Have to go through the laser room and like. Not like yeah, anything. you know, somebody with like a younger but not that yeah. older is necessarily bad but like perspective <laughs> no it was, it was it was it was it was fantastic i do agree that i think it'll be nice to have stephanie step away from the executive side and let some let some fresh blood in there let some fresh eyes yeah on, and, on the spreadsheets and but uh, he, maybe she's gonna go run for office i i don't know about that what i will say is wwe is losing one hell of an on-screen character with Stephanie well, she, and she could still do that. I'll be all right, Ross. I, I don't get me wrong. Maybe they will. But if there are few people that well, people love to hate more than Stephanie McMahon, and especially some of that mid to that mid 2010s there, she's she really does. She knows how to twist the knife in people like no other. I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. I, that's all I'm saying. I'm gonna. I'm. I, I'm gonna miss Stephanie McMahon, the on-screen character. And the other I thing. I wonder how the brand loyalty goes with the, you know, the people who believe in the McMahon name. When you see someone like Stephanie, who is who, when she, you know Shane's been in and out of the company for several decades now, <laughs> um, many people thought that Stephanie would step up eventually and become the successor when Vince mm -hmm. finally someday decides to retire. So this could be her, you know, taking some much needed time off before she takes that step. We don't yeah. know. And, and the other thing to remember uh, that's actually they're going to really miss out on, not just on screen character, Ross, but similar is the community outreach stuff where, you know, she goes to schools, talks to schools. She mm -hmm. goes and does the breast cancer society stuff. She goes and does the uh, charities. Now, I know she'll probably still do that as, you know. As a, as, a, as a rich person, you know, that's a philanthropist. Job. Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking for. Uh, <laughs> as somebody who purchases karma. Uh, they're called they're called tax write offs. They're perfectly yes, yes, legal. Sorry. Uh, as, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 my point is, um, she is like the paragon of that. Like like yep. it's her and John Cena mm -hmm. <laughs> and Titus O'Neil. Like, you know, so that, that's big for them. And yep. they're missing one big big chunk of that now now she may still continue to do that because she's still technically involved in the company yeah. there's exactly ways. again this is a high it's a hiatus and she's a mcmahon i don't think she'll ever she'll if, if shane can come back as many times as he has i have a feeling stephanie is going to be welcomed back with open arms the minute she says um it like she won't even have to finish the sentence she'll just say uh, and they'll be like yeah come on back in absolutely Dep depending on how good nick Khan goes with this oh he, okay Right. So, so uh, the word is right. He's taken over most of her uh, duties. Yep. Right. Yep. And is it true that they fired all her team? Is that, a lot. Is that a, a, is that a, a real story? It sounds like some of her team is is gone. Gone. Yeah. So I, you know, that's Nick, that Game uh, of Thrones seems, shit. 
Yeah, right. I, well, I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Well, and yeah. you know what? Let's go. I'm, let's, I'm, I'm gonna put on my tinfoil hat like Rosalie does. You know, let's 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 put those hats on because you hit it on the point when you said it's an end of an era. End Everything of an era. we say from now yeah. on is 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 not speculation. Albert Slander. This is for entertainment purposes only. For entertainment purposes only. Let me just say this: <laughs> The Rock recently purchased Vince McMahon's XFL, right? And and Vince has always had a troubled history with the XFL. He got it on Fox the the first time around, or something like that. Second time, the TV deal wasn't as easy to come by. <laughs> Suddenly, The Rock gets the XFL and the XFL is going to be on ESPN. So The Rock has already proven that he might have a little bit more clout than Vince McMahon in the media game. A little? He might be <laughs> a little, just a little bit. I don't know. He produced the Oscars. So like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, pretty sure he has a little bit of clout. Then Warner, Bros, add- Warner Brothers, he's produced 13 billion dollars yep yep he he produced he produced the oscars and it had the biggest spot that anybody talked about in or outside of pro wrestling absolutely it was the moonlight it was the moonlight oscars but i should also point out that his childhood best friend that he used to like run around selling tickets to the forum for with like they're they're old hustling buddies is now (laughs) taking over like every bit of wwe that he can and what is to stop the rock from stepping in and being like you know the wwe is real important to my history i want to see it i want to see it protected i want to see my legacy protected and so he maybe makes a play to take over the wwe in the way that he's taken over the xfl you're on to something here let me tell you about the canary in the cage okay okay roman reigns is negotiating all the tough shit right now because he knows that if his cousin is in charge, he ain't getting away with shit. Yep. Because he's the real fucking head of the table. Yep. So, so now he's like, oh, fuck. okay, I don't want to do house shows. I want to get paid this much more money. I want to get yep. three movies. I want to get 80% on my fucking merch, but I got to negotiate that now. Yeah, before... because he's got to get the rock. <laughs> he's got to get the rock money now before the rocks in there getting the rock money. And right. so, yeah, it's, it's at, That's and... a canary in the cage, my man. But and here's where wrestling is amazing, because if we are someday building to a rock Roman Reigns uh, match, (laughs) imagine how much juicier it is with the subtext that Roman Reigns is out there negotiating to get that rock deal right before the rock came in. So that way that when when he came in, they're at the same level and the the rock can't be like, oh, well, I don't know if Reigns is at my level because he's got the same contract. Yeah, go for it. I'll do you one better. They're gambling. WrestleMania, Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Roman Reigns. If The Rock wins, he wins the WWE. Oh my God, they make it part of the storyline. <laughs> it's on the table. Tell me Vince wouldn't do that shit if he was getting rid of the company. Oh, he'd absolutely Rock. do that shit. He would, he's Vince McMahon. He would, he would, he would do it. And he it would glee- add Brock Lesnar to the match. <laughs> oh my if Brock God. wins, if Brock wins, then Paul Heyman gets the, uh, gets the, the company. Vince is going to be like, Rock, you can do whatever you want. Just make sure Austin Theory is safe and I will be. My baby boy. <laughs> yeah. Don't baby boy. Take, take care of my only son, Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like, I honestly, Shane's not in the company. Stephanie's not in the company. It is entirely possible someone's petty enough to have Vince call Austin Theory his only child sometime between now and WrestleMania. Um, that's That's just... Oh, that's just a fact. Um, but yeah, and look, uh, like I said, everything we've just said is for entertainment purposes, but that entertainment purposes make a ton of sense when you consider that The Rock, like The Rock isn't in Fast 10. And yeah, don't get me wrong, he's got a feud with Vin Diesel, but The Rock likes money. If he was going to, you know. If, uh, if he, uh, but look, The Rock is competitive. Don't, don't put don't I know, I'm that not, twisted. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm just, I'm just saying The Rock doesn't have a ton of, He's, he, for someone who is as public as The Rock is to only be helming an NBC show is very suspicious. What else is he planning? What else is he doing? He's got to have more on his he's got to have more on his plate than Young Rock is what I'm saying. And I'm I'm waiting to find out what the what else is on his plate. Um, 
Well, we have we've loaded your plates up here on this episode of Thomas Island. Plenty to <laughs> plenty to chew on as we head into the weekend. Like we said, we will be doing uh, some kind of watch along, double or nothing hangout. Like I I don't know if it's gonna be a full blown watch along. If we're just gonna hang out while everyone watches it, but we'll be hanging out on the, the island cash. this weekend. Absolutely a casual, fun little hangout. Head on over to patreon.com backslash Thomas Island if you want early access to this podcast and access to that uh, that fun hangout time. Uh, otherwise, we thank you so much for listening on your favorite podcast platform or, or however you're listening. Uh, before we get out of here, Karen, where can people find you online if you want them to find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and starting in June, very frequently on Twitch as I'm in the new sports accelerator program, the new class that starts in June. So I will be podcasting on my own, doing wrestling content right here on Twitch. Hell yeah. And I will be shouting out Thomas Island because you guys helped me get there. Um, and then for those who read Pro Wrestling Illustrated, keep your eye out on the issue that's going to drop on June 23rd, right before Forbidden Door. Your girl's debuting Hell with yeah. an interview. She is Hell interviewing yeah. someone very high profile. And I'll leave it at that. I don't remember consenting to an interview. Sure. Yeah, well, Ross fed me the questions. It's fine. Oh, yeah, okay. that's fine. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, uh, to, to, to Kev over at PWI. He's good. Good people over at that publication. Uh, John, where can people find you if you want them to find you? Uh, all right. Y'all can find me under Taguchi's ass. Uh, <laughs> Someone, someone's got to keep it warm after i've been talking shit um <laughs> if you if you are if you or someone you know have been victimized uh by taguchi's ass you may be entitled to compensation and you can uh and, and i can help you get that compensation uh for entertainment purposes only over on twitter at twitter.com slash john sebastian j-o-h-n-s-e-b-a-s-t-i-a-n it's also linktree.com slash john sebastian uh hit me up on there and, and I'll try to help you out. Absolutely. I'll send show you away. Oh, no. <laughs> show and Dick uh, Togo are coming. Where Ross, can they find I don't you? want I don't want them to find me. Okay. Ross. They Come they on, they, they can't find you. I will I won't go through the list. Uh uh Just look 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 him up. He's very famous. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at Ross W. Berman IV at Ross Berman IV on Instagram. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd, I'm on Twitter, I'm on all the places, rossberman.bandcamp for all your folk and blues need, and like I said, patreon.com backslash Thomas Island for all of your Thomas Island needs. We will be back next week, and we hope to see you there. Until then, please enjoy Best of Super Juniors, enjoy Double or Nothing, enjoy Impact, enjoy SmackDown, enjoy it all. Be good to yourselves, be good to others. We'll see you next week, folks. Take care. Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun Series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island. And visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.